0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Peer Pursuit, a place to encourage people to pursue the presence of God through honest conversation. I'm your host Sally, and today I'm super super duper excited to share something crazy that happened um a couple days ago. Basically, I'm just going to jump right into it cuz y'all like ah, uh, it's wild the way that God moved. In this situation is like something I've never experienced before and it's awesome Also, if it sounds like i'm whispering It's because i'm probably trying to because my roommates are asleep But also i've been told I don't know how to whisper. So maybe it doesn't sound like it (laughs) but anyways, um, basically I serve at this middle school. So last year there was an opportunity to go in and start like after school programs at this middle school. The principal of this school goes to our church. It's like this awesome thing. But this middle school is like one of the worst middle schools in Fort Worth. I mean, it has like a lot of gang related crime, girls who are being trafficked. There's a lot of drugs. There's so many fights at the school. It's like, it's crazy. It's insane. There's like one, at least one every single day. But anyway, um, last year we got this opportunity to start an after-school club. And basically it's a Bible club. We call it Reveal. And the heart behind why we called it Reveal was because when we were praying about what the Lord wanted to do at the middle school, we felt like he said he wanted to reveal himself to them, reveal Jesus to these students. And so we just called it Reveal. Um, This started last year. Uh, but we we started kind of late into the school year. And so, I mean, we saw awesome things. Kids gave their life to the Lord and there was healings and stuff. But it was obvious that there was more that God was wanting to do there. And so we all felt like we needed to continue this club the following school year. Um. Long story short, I wasn't going to be originally be a part of it this coming year. Um. But I... Ended up praying about it and some things got switched around and so I ended up being a part of reveal and so uh, as we're getting ready to gather a team and get people to come We we start building a team and we start praying and man the the people that the lord brought to help steward reveal is like amazing. They're incredible leaders. They're hungry. They're on fire for the lord and They bless me so much. I learned so much from them. It's just so awesome. But anyways, we've been going, this has barely been our second Friday. We go every Friday after school because we're considered an after school club. And so this past Friday was barely our second time going this school year. Mind you, the first Friday that we went, it was incredible. There was probably like 30 students, like 20 gave their life to the Lord. And there was probably the majority except for like four or five kids this was their first time they weren't a part of it um the year before there was probably only like four or five kids that were a part of it the year prior so i mean it was awesome to see these kids like encounter the presence of god and want more and say yes to jesus it was this beautiful beautiful thing and you know it's like how you whenever you have such an incredible moment with the lord like that you think how can it get better And that's something actually right now that I'm trying to navigate is that it can keep getting better and it will keep getting better. Like I don't have to fall into the lie of, oh man, like this is it. This is all that there is, you know, like, no, the Bible says that we go from glory to glory to glory to glory. And so I want to believe that that's the case. And so anyways, this past Friday was wild. Um, basically the way that we do it is like, we mingle with them. We bring some kind of like snack. We'll usually do a game and then, um, we'll do a teaching and then some kind of ministry moment. And you know, these kids, they don't go to church. We're going to a public school, a public middle school. They don't know, like, you know, what a service typically looks like, um, worship, like they don't know that stuff. And so It can be hard to like get their attention and to regroup them, but it's awesome because man, when the Lord is there, he will captivate them and he will grab their attention. But anyways, this last Friday, I felt like I was supposed to share or teach on forgiveness because there's a really big fight problem. And I felt like the Lord was showing me that like part of the fights or their anger, like, you know, coming to a halt or like stopping, I guess is that they would learn how to forgive. And so I felt like the Lord um, just gave me this whole awesome revelation on forgiveness and on fighting. And even part of my story, um, I used to be super duper angry before I, I knew the Lord. And even even a little bit after I gave my life to God, I was a super angry person Wanting to fight everything and everyone like it was just crazy and so it was cool that the lord even Used my story to help with what I felt like he was wanting to convey that day So anyways, it was also awesome to like hear god say something in my like private time and then see it come to pass in public you know like the strategy on what to teach and how to teach it and the parables to use and to see the students be engaged and being like oh my goodness I get it like that in itself was such a cool experience and a cool moment but anyway um we get to the part of the teaching where we're getting ready to go into like the ministry moment the quote-unquote altar moment and you know it's so funny because they don't it, and it's so beautiful, um, because they don't know what an altar call or moment is, you know? So even like the week before I did a call where I'm like, okay, come to the front. And you know what typically, like if you grew up in the church or if you currently go now, when there's an altar moment, you come to the front, you stay looking at like the pastor or like the worship team. Basically you stay facing the stage. It was cool because, like I'm facing the audience. And so when I do the altar call for them to come up, instead of them like coming forward and just looking at me or whoever is up there, they like turned around to be facing the same direction as me because they didn't really know what to do. But it's so funny because I feel like that moment pleased the Lord, you know, because it's not performing. They're not just going up there to go up there. It's real for them. They don't know what to do. And that's what's beautiful. They're like, I don't know. I don't get it, but I'm, I'm going up and I'm saying yes to the Lord, you know? So it was awesome. But anyways, this past week we're talking about forgiveness. And so I feel like the ministry moment needs to be a moment where they can forgive. Basically it was, they've understood what it means to receive forgiveness because they said yes to Jesus the week prior, but this time can, are they able to extend the forgiveness, um, that has so freely been given to them. And so it was cool because I felt like they were supposed to come forward and just kneel before the Lord. And so they did that. And I said, okay, now just begin to list out the names of the people you need to forgive. And you know what, like this childlike faith that children have they're sixth to eighth graders so what that's like 11 to 13 maybe 14 it's just so beautiful how pure it is how like they're just so willing and they just believe and it does something to you when you witness that and so these kids just begin to forgive jesus they just begin to or sorry not that these kids just began to forgive the people who have hurt them so they start listing out the names. They start saying whoever it is that had hurt them. And then you can just feel like the tangible presence of God. Now, let me paint a picture. We're in a, ca- a middle school cafeteria. It smells like, you know, nasty chicken sandwiches and bananas. And the floors are dirty. There's fluorescent, bright fluorescent lighting with white tile floor. And we're in these like school cafeteria lunch tables like it's probably one of the least glamorous places but the presence of God is literally so tangible I mean it's awesome it was so awesome but anyways we're in this altar moment and then you know they start forgiving these people and they start saying it out loud and then I was reminded of something that we would do in our class and even we did it once once or twice last year was uh we just take a moment where we close our eyes we declare speak lord your servant is listening and then we just wait for the lord to speak and then the invitation is when you hear god say something just say it out loud for everyone in the room and so we did that i literally had them close their eyes all our eyes were closed us the leaders everyone and i just said whenever you hear the lord say something or what is the lord saying saying it out loud Man, and I'm telling you, I mean like within two, three, four, five seconds, these kids are like, I'm loved, I'm chosen, I'm forgiven, like I'm proud of you, like things that are like real, that are like biblical, where you know God was speaking to them and they heard God say this over them and it just blessed me, I'm like, they hear the voice of God and it's just so easy for them because that's how it should be, you know? But anyways, they start saying this, and I'm just like, me and all the leaders, we're just like a mess during all this. And so they just start saying, you know, I'm loved, I'm chosen, this, that. Well, then I'm reminded the morning, that Friday morning, one of my roommates has sent me a voice memo that was sent to him. And when he had originally listened to that voice memo, he said that he felt like it was for reveal. And so he sent it to me. Basically, in that voice memo, someone had a dream. Where like an 11-year-old boy or so was struggling with addiction. And basically, um, it comes out into the light and he's like delivered. I don't remember the details, but it was like the point of the dream was that he was struggling. He was delivered and then he was clothed in righteousness. That was kind of like the theme of the dream. Well, that morning when I had listened to that voice memo, I said, Okay, Lord, like I'm going to tuck this in my heart and put it in my pocket and if this is something that you want to release the day of reveal like that evening just remind me of it and I'll share it well as the kids are saying what they're saying um I feel like the lord reminds me of this dream and so I just began to share what that voice memo had um and and when I said if that's you raise your hand three about three boys 11-year-old 11, 11 years old raised their hand and that was like ugh. Uh, that was wild but specifically out of those three there was one boy who had raised his hand that I just knew from the beginning this word was for him like it was for all of them but I knew specifically God had an assignment for him and it was wild so I lay my hands on him some of the other leaders do and we just start praying over him and then I'm reminded of the being clothed in righteousness and so I'm like oh my gosh we need a flannel or something a coat a jacket something so we can clothe them in it and so one of the leaders takes his flannel off and we clothe him in righteousness. And I mean, the presence of God is just t- like there. This kid is receiving and he's like declaring these things that were speaking over him. Like he's partnering with it and he's believing it. And it's it's amazing. It's beautiful. And all throughout, I mean, it is hard to get middle schoolers to stay silent But I'm telling you, we have voice memos. Some of the people on our team just put their phones out and started recording what was happening in the room because it was so evident that God was there and he was moving. It felt like he was like touching every single one of those students, even the leaders. I mean, we're all crying. We're getting wrecked. It was just so evident that God was in the room and we just like, we tapped into a whole nother level. I mean, these kids were like silent. They were like, literally silent listening to what god was doing and what was happening and it was beautiful and so after we pray for this kid we just continue to like stay in this moment in this like moment of what the lord is doing and we keep going back and forth with okay speak Lord your servant is listening and I felt like throughout the whole thing we had to just keep declaring Jesus I'm yours Jesus I'm yours and so it was cool because all throughout these kids just kept doing that they kept declaring Jesus I'm yours and so um we get to a point where it's kind of like quiet and again they're saying they're speaking out loud the things that God is um sharing with them and then all of a sudden this was like wild I feel like the Lord says that um To invite them if they want to speak in there, if they want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit by the Holy Spirit and then speak in tongues, like to extend that invitation. Now, mind you, I'm like scared not scared, that's not a good word. I'm just like doubting, like, Lord, are you sure that's you? We're in a public school. Like everyone can see us. What if a teacher walks in? Like, it's not a church environment, you know, where it's like, that's so easy. Just go for it. No, we're like literally in a public school and I'm like so nervous, but I was reminded. um, And even before that moment, I'm like, okay, do we wrap it up? I'm just trying to be sensitive to what the Lord is doing. And I was reminded of um, something a mentor shared with me right before I was going to speak was um, to not rush. She's like, don't rush. Just take your time. God's moving at that school. Don't rush. And that just what that just is what kept playing in my mind was don't rush. Don't rush. Don't rush. Like be sensitive to what the Lord is doing. That's when I felt God inviting us into inviting the students into speaking in tongues. And so I'm like, oh man, I just got to go for it. And I felt like a boldness to just go and to believe no god you say that this is a promise for us so i can say it and i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna be confident and it's gonna be awesome because you're already here and you're moving like it was it was crazy and so um i am with uh i'm kind of teaching like a little bit on what it is to speak in tongues and what that means and what that looks like and then i even felt like okay we're supposed to do it first so meet myself and the leaders um we just do it quietly and then we do it kind of loud and throughout I'm teaching them this is a beautiful thing this is what the lord says like just kind of walking them through it and it's awesome because they're so eager you know and so then afterwards I'm like okay who wants that if you want that raise your hand like put your hand up and almost all of the kids raise their hand and they're excited they're like I want this I want this gift and so, oh my gosh, I have, if I can insert it into this podcast, I will do it. Uh, I hope I can can figure out how to do it. I'm not sure if I'll be able to, but remember there was a couple leaders who felt like they were just supposed to start recording. So they have like a long voice memo of this whole entire thing. But basically, um, we are like just praying and we're speaking in tongues and we teach them and we're walking them through it. And then I'm like, okay. Now, just whatever you hear, let it just be released. Just let it come out. And it's so wild because little by little, like little things start coming out, but they're not being loud about it. And so then the room gets quiet and I'm like, okay, if you are a student and you feel like you received a new language, just do it out loud, be bold and do it out loud. And it's so wild because the room is quiet and then all of a sudden you hear a kid just boom, start speaking in tongues. And then from there, it was like all of us leaders, we just felt a shift and we're like moved and then boom, another kid. And the next thing you know, like we're all just speaking in tongues. And I think like four, four kids in this middle school started speaking in tongues. Then one of the leaders on the team comes up to me and he's like, Hey, I feel like the two who have been speaking in tongues, who are the first two to speak in tongues need to start laying hands on the other ones. And so those two kids start laying hands on other kids. And oh my goodness, it's crazy. Yeah, like literally like four kids got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And then one kid starts like, he's literally like singing out loud his spiritual language. And it's like this beautiful thing. I mean, it was literally insane, the shift that took place. I've never experienced something like that. We're in a public Middle school and kids are speaking in tongues. Kids who have never been to church, who maybe they've heard about Jesus a handful of times, are literally speaking in tongues in the presence of God. Just literally falls. It was insane. Then they all start laying hands. We're continuing to pray. Um, it, it it there was like such a shift. It, I mean, it was there was like a hunger that was being stirred in the room. It was beautiful. Um, and so we stay in this moment for a little bit. Then I felt like the Lord was. Um, telling me that, you know, we needed to anoint these students and declare that they would be set apart. And so we did it. We anointed the students, which is crazy. Cause I'm like, who has oil? And then one of the leaders, of course, you know, was like, i oh, I have some. And so we just started anointing these students and praying over them. Well, then there was one girl who I missed. I, I didn't see she was in the back and I didn't uh, anoint her. And one of the leaders waves her hand and she's like, yo, you missed her. And then it was crazy because when I looked at her, it was like, wow, God had something so special for her, you know? And where the enemy tried to make her feel like she wasn't seen, it was the complete opposite. God wanted her to know that he had her full attention, you know? And so then all of the students and all of the leaders, we lay hands on her and we just start praying. Kids are speaking in tongues. We're just praying over this girl. It's it's this crazy picture. Well, then from that moment, we have the song. Fear go, Holy Spirit come, playing by Mercy Culture Worship. It's playing in the background, and the next thing you know, you can just feel this excitement of like worship like, oh my gosh, like Jesus is here, He's been here. There's a shift, it's crazy, there's an outpouring. And so, I literally just say the lyrics are real easy Fear go, Holy Spirit come, and literally. Every single one of the kids just starts jumping up and down, worshiping, praising him. They start running through the cafeteria. But what was wild was that the week before this moment, God gave me a dream of that exact thing that happened in my dream. We were in the cafeteria. And. And there was a speaker where worship was playing and joy fell in the room. And in my dream, I remember asking the Lord, how do I teach them to worship or to partner with what you're doing in the room? And he's like, you don't teach them. They'll just do it. Like basically like they know when the presence of God is there and they'll partner with it. And I remember like having that dream. I woke up and I felt like I was supposed to pray. I wrote it down, all of these things, right? Well, then on Friday, this moment happened and I'm just like, boom. And I start looking at the leaders because I had shared with some of the leaders and I'm like, we're in the dream. We're literally in the dream. And they all start looking at each other and they're like, we're in the dream. I mean, it was wild. And I don't even know if I'm telling the story correctly. I've probably missed so many parts and there's just so many things that God did. And hopefully you were able to follow along. But that was probably one of the most marking moments in my whole entire life like it wasn't in a church service it wasn't in the church building it was literally going off into a middle school and asking God what do you want to do give me your heart and give me your mind and him just pouring out his presence it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced and I realized like this really is just the beginning and I have to choose to believe that every single day it's crazy to think that there's more and not even just in this middle school, just in general, like someone in one of our meetings in class one day said that they realized they had to repent to the Lord for thinking that the goodness of the Lord that they had experienced was all that there was, you know, like almost how can it get better? And they had to repent because they realized it it only ever gets better when you're pursuing the Lord. And I was quickly reminded of those words because immediately after I left, I'm like, well, we've already reached the top. How can it get better? And The Lord reminded me, no, like glory to glory to glory to glory. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of an outpouring of a move of God. I believe that revival is going to take place at that middle school. I firmly believe and even the parts of me that don't believe Lord help my unbelief because I Literally, there's going to be a shifting that takes place at that school. To see those kids walk in one way and literally leave a completely different way blew my mind. I mean, even one of the boys afterwards, the one that got wrecked and was delivered and then he started speaking in tongues, um, he wanted a Bible and I had one in my car and so one of the leaders runs with the young boy to my car to get the, the Bible And when the leader comes back, he had to drop him off at the bus stop. When the leader comes back, he was like, yo, he was so excited to read. He was telling me all these things. Like there was a hunger that rose up inside of these kids to want more of God. And it did something in me. Like it provoked something in me. For one, this like childlike faith to just believe and to go. But also it stirred something in me that like, God is looking to pour out and to move. He just needs people who are willing to partner with what he wants to do. You know, like he's so willing and he's so generous and he freely gives, but he just wants, he desires to partner with his children to move and to pour out. I'm reading Driven by Eternity right now. We're reading it in school and that book is just absolutely destroying me. Like we have to live with eternity in mind with this eternal mindset, you know, even even tonight. Like, honestly, it's it's late right now and I didn't want to record this episode, but I felt like if I went to bed and I didn't record it, I was being disobedient. And what's crazy is that, you know, it's it's something so little. So we think but we don't realize how much the little things we do are actually preparing us for something big that God might just might want to do in, and through us, you know, like he desires to move and work through us. I think it was in Mark chapter 16 or something I was reading and it's right after, you know, Jesus, uh, raises or Jesus, um, comes back after he died. After the three three days he he was dead, and then he comes back and he's talking to the disciples and he's like, "You know, go and make disciples of the nation, but then the very last line of mark um it says something along the lines that like Jesus is now moving through you or is that is basically working through you and that last night last last line really did something to me, and I'm like, man, God really is desiring to move through us." You know, we really are Jesus' hands and feet. And if we miss an opportunity to partner with what the Lord wants to do, we potentially are like walking away f- from opportunities of people to encounter God. You know, I don't know if I worded that correctly. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. But, you know, how many how many people have we missed, you know, sharing the gospel to because we were afraid or it was inconvenient you know how many times that we've partnered with what our flesh wants and didn't partner with what God was wanting to do through us because I'm tired or I'll do it tomorrow you know it's like no God wants to move in and through us right now in the right now like there are people who need us to be obedient so that they can encounter the presence of God so that they can encounter Jesus. So that they can experience the things that we've experienced. And I know this is kind of a whole tangent. But it's really. This moment on Friday was so. It did something in me. Like that. That marked me. I'll never ever ever forget this moment. For my whole entire life. Where you know. I don't even know. I think there was like 10. 10 of us ministry school students walk into a middle school we give God our yes. We ask for his heart and his mind. And he just completely comes and wrecks all of us, students, leaders, everyone. It just is wild. Like what? It's crazy. And I'm just so honored. I'm so honored, you know, that, that I would get to be a part of something like that and that God would choose me. He could have chose anybody. But he chose us and and that's what literally blows my mind and i have to constantly you know remind myself this is this is nothing that i could do you know this is god moved and god deserves all of the glory and all of the honor and all of the praise forever and ever and ever amen <laughs> but really like ah. I'm like cheesing right now so hard because it was just such an incredible story and I was really looking forward to sharing it here on the podcast Um, because I want to talk about the awesome things that God is doing, the hard things. I want to talk about it all. And uh, I hope that this really does encourage someone today, whether it's partnering with something that the Lord has been asking you to do, whether it's being bold and sharing the gospel, whether it's giving God your yes all over again for things you've neglected, whatever it is, even if it just causes you to run into the secret place, which I hope all of these episodes do at one point. But even if it's just that to behold Jesus and say, God, I love you and only you. And I give you my yes again and again and again. Um, yeah, I don't know. I could talk about what happened that day all day, every day. And now I'm probably just running in circles. So it probably means it's time for me to end it. But anyway, I was super excited to share this story and I hope, um, I hope it blesses someone today And that you enjoyed hearing what God did, um, at that middle school on Friday. So Have a good one. Have a great night, a good morning, a good day, whenever you're listening to this. If it blessed you or if you feel like, you know, maybe you want to share it with someone um, who would also bless, do it, do it, uh, yeah, be led by who the Lord is asking you to share this with. If he is, if not, no worries, no pressure. I'm chilling over here on the other end. Uh, But anyways, thank you for listening to another episode of Pure Pursuit. I'm your host, Sally, and I'll catch you next time. Peace.